Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, good afternoon for those on the West Coast or the East Coast. This is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and you're on another edition of Small Business IT Radio. Uh, for our uh, our last show in November 2008, where has the time gone this uh, this year? Surely been flying by. We have a great uh, show lined up today. Uh, if you're tuning in to listen to the Marketplace Ministry talk we're going to have with Arlen Sorensen, we had to reschedule that due to flight commitment, so uh, we'll be doing that on December the 12th. But we've got a great uh, show lined up today. Uh, thanks to my good friend Stuart Phelps out of Secure My Company who stepped in at the last minute to uh, be agree to be a ho- our guest on our show today. Uh, and uh, fill the role of Arlen, who we had to postpone to the 12th. So good morning, uh, Stuart. How are things with you today? I'm, I'm sure uh, post uh, the day after Thanksgiving for you guys down stateside there. Uh, yeah. How are things going for you? Uh, things are good, Stuart. Thanks a lot for having me here today. So this is going to get confusing. The two Stuart show, uh, both, of us spell their, both, both of us spell their name the right way with the U instead of the EW. So lots of, uh, you know, we have to be, we'll have to be careful here, I guess. Yeah, you know, we could start a, you know, like an online radio uh, talk show all the time, the Stu and Stu show. The Stu and Stu uh, show, there we, you go. We, well, yeah, we can get the U.S. and the Canadian uh, point of view on things. You know, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur, so, you know, that might be a, a great idea, and we can talk about managed services. How's that? Yeah, we can get, you know, like you say, and people to sponsor it. Exactly. Anyway, let's, <laughs> tell, me, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, because uh, you and I have met a few times, but... Uh, I'm new to the Secure My Company and what, what it's all about, and a little uh, don't know your background 100%, but fill us in uh, who you are and tell us a little about your company and, and your role there. Okay. Um, well, as you well know, my name's Stuart Selbst. I'm the Vice President of Business and Channel Development with Secure My Company. Uh, I've been with them a little over a year. We've, uh, we've really built a nice little business going on here. Um, but I was a uh, Secure My Company client for about three years. I was a very successful managed services provider. Uh, I'm actually based in Phoenix, Arizona, and um, uh, but Secure My Company is based in Los Angeles. Um, it's pretty much, you know, I, I was working in corporate America for years and years and years and always said I could do better than this, I could do better than this, and for myself. And uh, one day I, uh, I realized I'm not a good employee in corporate America and started my own company and, uh, you know, went from nothing to 140, 150 clients in a year and I was driving around Phoenix and flying all over the place, and I said, oh, my God, I've got to be a managed service provider. I've got to, I got to have a tool that will allow me to um, get to my clients uh, faster, quicker, more efficiently. And uh, so I started using Kaseya, and boom, there, there it went. And about a year ago, I sold my business and uh, started working with Secure My Company and, and helping uh, small VARs uh, convert over into being managed service providers and being successful at it. And... Uh, it's it's been a, it's been a fun ride, and uh, 2009 looks like it's going to be a, an, an even more fun uh, experience for uh, for not only Secure My Company but the the channel, the industry, and our clients. So Secure My Company, if I understand 100% here, provides managed services tools like Kaseya to 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 smaller VARs and those people that just don't want to have that infrastructure in house. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We uh, we actually own Kaseya, and we're one of you know we're a pretty large Kaseya client. We uh, we host it. We we've actually torn it down and made it a multi-tenant product. So you have a single sign-on, and then you can you know through through our portal, and you can take uh, take advantage of all our solutions. And right now we're only offering Kaseya and McAfee. Um, 
but in 2009, we plan to bring on you know anywhere from 10 to 25 new solutions uh, from hosted exchange to online backup. But yeah, they can the small var can buy, buy uh, or rent or however you want to look at it uh, a solution one seat at a time with no commitment and no you know no contract or you know so they don't have to make that big investment in their RMM tool whether it's Kaseya or Level Platforms or anything along those lines. And not the inf and without having to, to invest in infrastructure, we use Rackspace where we store our servers. And if anybody knows anything about Rackspace, they are probably the best hosting, uh, you know, co-location or data center company uh, in the U.S. And um, so, you know, we we try to use the Cadillac or Mercedes or however you want to call it of of solutions to offer to our um, to our resource. We, we like to call it best of breed. And that's I mean that and that's a uh, service that's really needed in in the managed services provider uh, world because I, what I see, Stuart, is a lot of smaller MSPs. They spend all kinds of money getting the tools in place, and also an, another alarming trend that I see is they flip between tools. I mean, they maybe go from Enable to Level to Zenith back to Enable, maybe over to Kaseya, and they I've seen many of these smaller resellers do that quite frequently, and it ends up really costing them a lot of money at the end of the day. So your, well, your you know, service I, allows I, them I, just to do that. They, they, don't, right, absolutely. they don't have to actually buy the hardware or the, buy the hardware and buy the software for themselves. Right. I actually flip-flopped a couple of solutions until I settled on Kaseya. Um, you know, I was using a, a company out of uh, Northern California called Autonomic Software, which it's, it's really an enterprise-level product. And since I had worked in the enterprise for so many years, um, I wanted that level of product, but it didn't really work well in the SMB. And again, as a small VAR, my focus was the SMB, the under, the under uh, 100 seat clients at first. And uh, it didn't really work. I needed something with an agent on it and something that was, you know, in my opinion, hosted because, you know, I ran my VAR from my house like a, small, a lot of small guys do. And the last thing, you know, being in Phoenix, what I wanted to have was a rack of servers in my garage when it gets 150 degrees in August in my garage. So, uh, and, as well as bandwidth and whatnot. So, you know, using a hosted solution when you're, you know, pretty much under a five-man uh, tech shop is probably the smartest way to go. So you kind of get your feet wet. You learn the tool. You build some, uh, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, loyalty from your clients because they're they're under contract and and they're and they're used to use, using the tool of being proactive and 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 then you know when you grow and you have an established business and you have the uh, the, the recurring revenue to go and you know buy your own, then you do it. Uh, we actually have a lot of people who are at that size that just don't want to host it themselves, and they stay with us. You know, they're you know five hundred thousand seats with us, and you know, there you know there are big bars, and they're you know nationwide, and they just don't want to worry about the infrastructure. That's another thing to think about. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, we're even we with uh, the company I am with now because I made just in the middle of transitioning from uh, doing the same thing you did selling my portion of my VAR business, I'm gonna my other two partners are gonna keep in that business. But selling my portion of my VAR business moving into a for lack of better terms, a cloud based service. You you're doing uh, hosted MSP stuff and I'm going into the backup and disaster recovery business uh through my a new company, Toggle Networks. But you know what? I mean it's a lot of our VARs need that cloud based service and I mean it only makes sense and I like that you linked up with Rackspace in the US because I think I've heard lots of good things about them. But you know, tell us a bit more. Uh, what do you, Stuart? What do you see in trend-wise in the and the MSP world? Is the trend going to stay uh, the full force momentum going forward here for 
uh, managed services, or do you see that slowing down a bit with the economy, or do you, or maybe quite opposite? What do you see? You know, I, I blogged about this the other day about about the economy and slowing down. Um, I don't see a huge slowdown in the economy, especially in our sector. Um, SMBs need IT services, plain and simple. Um, part of the problem I see going into 2009 and possibly 2010 is that the VAR, the SMB VAR, who's a really good tech or a really good engineer, can't make the switch to be a true consultant, a, a true business consultant, because that's what you really have to be right now. And it's really funny that, that you bring that question up because I've been thinking about it for about a month now. And I picked up a really good book uh, called The Nine Lies That Are Holding Your Business Back and the Truth That Will Set It Free by Steve Chandler. And uh, it was written a couple, three years ago. And, it, and I just kind of glanced through it when I was at the bookstore. And I'm like, this is right on for my industry. And I actually blogged about it last week that you know, if you're not 100% into your business, if you're not sure this is what you want to do, then get out. Um, because if you're not into your business 100% or even 150%, then especially with the economy the way it is, it doesn't matter where you're at, uh, you're probably going to fall flat on your butt or just be that, that computer guy um, and not a true consultant and really not be able to take your business to the next level. And if you're happy doing that, that's fine. But I really think that, that um, um, being, being more uh, of a consultant is the way to grow your business, a way to provide uh, value to your client and 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 stay afloat in in these uh, in these economic times. Well, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, that's I fully believe if you're not all in, you're all out. And uh, right. we definitely have to be all in into our business. And you know, you know, let's talk a little personally here because you and I are sharing. You know, I'm in that experience that you you went through a year ago. I found myself that I wasn't all in. Amazing, you know. <laughs> Eric Eric Simpson and I are kind of joking around about it. Says so it's sure you have the perception that you are all in. You know, when you, but it, I always talk when I did a talk at SMB Summit with Carl Pelichek uh, back in April. So if you don't have that passion and that love for your business, it's time to go do something new. And maybe that's maybe maybe this whole conversation is going to morph into something different. Or who knows, right? That's the way these things go. But right. maybe, was was that some of your experience back a year ago when you're thinking about uh, making that transition? You know, I, I really wasn't thinking about making the transition. I, I had my exit strategy, and I knew where I wanted to go and when I wanted to do that. It was just a little soon. Uh, looking back, hindsight being 2020, sure, it was a great time. Somebody came up to me, handed me a big check, um, and said, hey, you know, we, we want to buy your client list. Okay, fine, I'll take your money. Um, but I don't think I was ready to exit. I was really getting to the point of uh, going to the next level, doing some stuff uh, with, with some of my clients internationally, um, you know, my VAR business or my MSP business was nationwide. It wasn't just local in, in the Phoenix area. I had clients in San Francisco, Miami, New York, Toronto. I was all over the place. Um, but part of the thing that, that I'm looking back on is you're probably right. I wasn't 100% into it. I was more into going and having fun. I had just gotten married. You know, my personal life was more important to me than, than my business life. And I wanted to go and play rather than go and, go and work. And, you know, if, again, if you're not 100% into it, your your clients are going to suffer. They're going to cancel on you, and things along those lines, and you're just going to lose. So, it, it actually everything came to fruition at at the right time. You know, last August, when this larger VAR came, basically come came and bought my large my larger clients for me. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if that didn't happen, I'd probably still be in it and still be you know very successful and and doing my whole thing and 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 whatnot. But you know, I I, I like 
what I'm doing now more because I, I help these smaller VARs really make that transition and, and kind of see, see, what's in, see what's ahead of them and tell them, you know, there's going to be hills and valleys and, and pitfalls and, and, and potholes in the road, but, you know, you, you keep plugging along, you keep moving along, and you will be successful, but, but you've got to be all in. You've got to keep going through that forest. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. You have to be all in. So tell us a bit more about uh, you know the, the offering from Secure My Company. You know, you talked about Kaseya, but uh, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a small MSP, maybe just starting out. You know, and I'm I've got you know I've had LPI and I've had Enable and I've had Kaseya and and I'm just looking and go, you know, I can't afford to buy this tool. What's the what is the value prop that you can offer uh, to a to a small MSP who's just starting out? Well, one of, one of the great things that, that Secure My Company offers, and I can, I can tell you this from experience because I was an MSP with them, is you know, there's no co- contractor commitment. So you can buy one seat of Kaseya with us um, for $10 a month. But one of the things that we really like to offer is you know, world-class service. We offer you know, not only uh, you know, great technical support, but we also offer a lot of the sales training and business development. I do a whole webinar every quarter, a whole business development series. Uh, which is uh, starting up again uh, January sixth. Yeah, January sixth. Um, so we really try to develop the VAR into a successful MSP, and the webinars become more of a roundtable, learning from others. And so what I've kind of changed it up a little bit coming up in Q Q one next year is actually um, brought in some of my successful VARs over the last year who's who have gone from like zero to you know a hundred, five hundred, whatever seats. And I'm going to let them tell their story. Instead of me sitting here saying, you know, I did this way and I did that way, let my resellers tell their story on how they're doing it in different areas of the country. Um, so we really bring that whole value of, of really de- helping you develop your business um, over a period of time. And we're always here to, to bounce ideas off of. You know, we're not just a vendor. We're more of a partner. Because, you know, we like to say that Secure My Company was built by Avar for Avar because, you know, not a, not everybody out there knows how to run a business. You know, not everybody knows about payroll, know, knows about taxes, and knows about which tool to use and how to do customer service, and and you know, just what does the customer need, and do you have the tools in your tool bag, and how many solutions are out there for you to go and pick and choose? It's better to go to a company like Secure My Company, which is like a warehouse of software as a, as a service solutions, and pick and choose what you need, and be able to have these tools at a moment's notice without. You know, just log into the portal and buy what you need for your client, and you buy it after you sell it. So you're you're not out of pocket any money. You're not keeping any inventory. You don't have to worry about hosting it. We have it all on the back end, and it's available to you in, you know, seconds, minutes, maybe worst case scenario, an hour. So it's really a nice solution to for the small var who doesn't have a whole lot of capital, who doesn't have the infrastructure, who's maybe one one maybe two men people uh, in their shop, and just moving forward. So tell me how this works, because I mean I'm a little intrigued. I mean I, I've I've had uh, some opportunities come my way from you know bigger bigger companies that have maybe have an in, internal IT tech. Is this a solution that I can actually resell to them as a partner, secure my company, and have them manage their own infrastructure uh, using your solution, but as me being the reseller? Um, yes and no. Um, there are some limitations us being a multi-tenant product and having to tear it down. Um, so yes and no. Um, 
it, it's really kind of difficult. Some uh, some of our resellers do work with larger firms who have their own in-house one or two guys to do their day-to-day -day tech support, and they're they're doing the monitoring only of the network. Um, and when they're when they're a certain size, we do offer those vars uh, to give their clients access to Kaseya. But if you're under a certain size, we just have to we just have to kind of cut it off. Uh, it becomes an administrative nightmare for our engineers. And so that's okay. that's really one of the downfalls to the hosted solution. Obviously, with Kaseya, you very well know that you can have your clients log in and take a look at uh, take a look at reports and monitor their own things. But like I said, we do have some clients that are doing it, and uh, you know it's pretty successful and um, you know, all is good. So it, it, it's a case-by-case -case basis, and, and I welcome the listeners who are, who are interested in doing that to, to talk to me about it, and uh, we'll, we'll deal with it when the, when the time comes. Okay. That, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of opportunity out there for, um, I would say, stressed-out IT departments, uh, especially <laughs> as companies start downsizing, and instead of having a comp uh, an IT help desk of 10 people, they may be down to three. Right, right. Maybe a way for VARs and resellers to kind of, kind of the same way that ConnectWise did their uh, their solution, where you can resell it to uh, to IT help desk and companies like right. that have their own internal staff. Right, right. Well, I know uh, my friend Joe Panettieri over at MSP Mentor. Um, he uh, he blogged about that uh, a couple weeks ago. He was saying, you know, uh, that the the managed service providers are really uh, they have a great opportunity with the with the downsize of. Uh, with uh, corporate IT departments now, and it really is a great opportunity for the for the VAR to get in there. And one of the problems that I'm seeing with the small VAR that we deal with is that they're just afraid to go after that because they're not the true consultant. Really need to, and it gets back to, you know, are you 100% into your business, and are you sure that you, you know, it, it, it's a big vicious circle, you know, um, of you know, are, you know, are you confident in in going after these these companies, you know. Again, going going back to my MSP days, my minimum size client was 125 uh, endpoints. Um, I really didn't want to touch anything less than 50, and I and I didn't, uh, for the most part. You know, I obviously did favors for for people like we all did, but you know, my clients were you know 200 seats, 300 seats, 400 seats, and it just that that was the way uh, it worked because I was you know helping out. Uh, you know, larger larger firms that had their own in-house uh, IT staff. That obviously they couldn't do it all, and they didn't have the um, they didn't have the uh, budget to bring on five, six, seven, ten people that uh, a large a larger organization would do. But using the tool, we could do the work of two or three people. You know, through automation. Mm -hmm. So describe your you know your typical. Partner, what do they what do they look like? What's their day to day activities look like? You know, our typical partners is the one to two man shop, maybe up to five, um, and they're out there and they're hustling and they're in a you know it doesn't matter what size market they're in, um, they are the, the the type of VAR who really is fed up with paying well now now it's not four dollars a gallon for gas anymore, but rolling a truck for every little thing under the sun that wants to find a way to service their customer better and truly be a partner with their client. And that's our perfect client. That's our perfect VAR. Um, those, um, uh, the, those resellers who are, who are serious about uh, servicing their clients uh, effectively, growing their clients, you know, taking an taking interest in their client's business, really kind of turning around and being a, a value-added 
reseller. I mean, it really is the, the, the term of, of, of VAR as a value-added reseller. And, and being that consultant and being that partner, being that virtual CIO. And when, you're, when you really make it to that level, um, you just see the, the business start rolling. And I'm sure you have, you know, with your VAR business as well, when, when you take that role with your client. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, we you kind of mentioned that being the trusted advisor, uh, over, you know, a few times now, and I, I believe fully that's the way we got to go. I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter if you are uh, a hosting partner or an MMN services partner. It's it's no longer about you know look at all the technical great great things that happen with this one solution. It's how does it impact business? And I was reading an interesting quote from Allison Watson from Microsoft the other day. Is business is really now how it's it's all about impacting the bottom line and you know and where they can increase productivity and control expenses. And I think your mm-hmm. solution is a great solution for uh, for the MSPs out there that want to increase productivity and reduce their expenses. Yeah. Uh, another thing I just kind of want to throw in there, I think I mentioned this on my blog the other day, is, you know, the resellers that are serious are going to be serious and they're going to be successful. The people that are what I like to call trial junkies are going to try out everything and never and never commit to anything. Um, to be a successful managed service provider, you need to commit to yourself, commit to your platform, and commit to your client. Uh, and that's one of the things I try to, I guess, for, for lack of a better word, train our resellers to do is to be committed to to the platform. And when I say drink your own Kool-Aid, too many of our uh, of these small resellers don't don't put the tool on their own network. Um, and if you don't put the tool on your own network, how can you get your arms around it? Because there are things that are going to change, and you need to set up your best practices and things along those lines. So, again, it, it all comes down to training and being and drinking your own Kool-Aid and committing to your yourself and your business um, to to be a successful VAR. And that's kind of the, the VAR or partner that we're looking for is, is uh, are, are those companies that, that um, want to be – uh, you know, again, it's going back to that trusted advisor, uh, and we have a lot of them. We have a lot of partners worldwide, and we see, uh, you know, I see their growth every single month, and they're communicating with me, and they bounce ideas off me, and they're, you know, we we go back and forth, and you know, you can't do it yourself in this world. That's why there's these radio shows like you're having right now, and there's we do webinars, and there's all these partners, and again, you mentioned Eric Simpson. Eric and I have become very good friends over the last year, and you know. I, I believe in what he's preaching in his books, and I tell my, my resellers, go read them. Go invest the $500. If you don't have the $500, go borrow it. Go steal it. A- ask Aunt Sally for it. You need to make this, these kind of investments into your business so you can be better for your client. If they're not willing to do that, they're not serious, and so therefore they're not going to be taken seriously by their customer, and they're going to be just the computer guy that comes in. They're not going to be the virtual CIO or the, or the trusted advisor. Those are the people we're looking for. Well, you sound, it sounds like to me sort of that you're a big believer in the community just like I am and, and you recognize the importance of having those key people uh, to, uh, I would say, you know, bounce ideas off, influence. Uh, this is why I like the HCG peer groups. I'm not sure if you're involved with them or not. Uh, but, you know, that's, it's very critical to have those people in your life, in your business life, to, oh, you know, kind of, kind of like a sanity check, right? Make, make sure you're yeah. on the right path. And I like what you said about getting Eric's books. I can't plug Eric's stuff enough. You know, mstu.us. You go there, yeah. grab these books. You know, the, he's got a great brand around it. And, you know, beg, borrow, and steal that money to, to go and get this, these books. And I'm sure, you know, for the Canadian customers out there, uh, Canadian listeners, you know, it's $149, one some, $199, I think, with prices in there somewhere. 
add the 25% on for exchange, it's still a, it's still a great deal. It's still going to net you a lot of revenue if you simple follow, simply follow the processes and the things that he has recommended there, and then combine yourself with the tools that you have. You, you got a pretty you know pretty good start to your managed services uh, practice. Right. What you know? Absolutely. Tell me some more. Well, you know, I, 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 yeah. I, I, Sorry, I go ahead. Touch on on, on Eric's stuff real quick. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of great. Uh, and influential people out in the industry. Eric is definitely one of them who is you know, somebody I have a tremendous amount of respect for. He's not only a, a phenomenal advocate for this industry, but he's a good friend. There's, and there's also people that are, that are talking about virtualization, like Dave Sobel and, you know, and Mark Kral. Carl Polacek is another one who's got some, some really, really great books out there. Uh, so you know, you, you got to look at the the people who who have done this successfully, and and now they're they're writing about it and, and teaching about it, and you know the, those people who are, who aren't as a managed services provider yet, really look at the, these products and, and invest in yourself, invest in your business, and I can't say it enough. So let's talk about clients, Stuart, for a sec, because you know clients are important. Uh, you know. Again, we're going to put a little plug for Eric. I mean, Eric, Eric and I kind of uh, sit on the same side of the fence on this one. We, uh, you know, we believe that we have clients, not customers. And you know, customers, customers will go to Target or Walmart to buy their stuff because it's a transactional business. We want to create relationships, so we're looking for clients. And this is kind of the same thing I'm bringing into uh, into toggle with me is we have clients we have need, we that we need to take care of. But you know, let's let's talk about you know the where you see the client needs coming. I mean, I'm sure we talked about this is in the, earlier, but round managed services break fix. Um, you know, what do you, what do you what do, when you're doing your mentoring calls and your and your webinars and stuff with your partners? I'm sure this question comes up. Says, well, Stuart, should I focus 100% on managed services, or should I have a combination of both, or can I use this tool in my break fix business? You know, that's a great question, and um, I say yes to all three, really. Um, I don't ever well, and this is a di- maybe a difference of opinion of you and Eric, but I don't ever recommend walking in and trying to sell managed services, a managed service contract. Um, managed services, I believe, is a relationship sale, and if you walk into a potentially new client, whether it's a referral or someone calls you up out of the phone book or whatever it happens to be, you're not going to sell a contract. You're there because they have a need right then and there. So you need to identify the needs. You know, I used to tell my customers, and this is something that that you know. Um, our, our our VAR with uh, with secure my company Bell Solutions out of Los Angeles. We only sell three types of solutions. We sell solutions that make you money. We sell solutions that save you money, and we sell solutions that you can't live without. And so, you know, when you start thinking of that um, philosophy, um, you got and then you know, obviously going through the steps of finding out why you're in their office. You know, there's a pain there's a pain point. Whether they just lost all their data, their old IT guy screwed up. Um, they need a new server, computer crash, whatever it happens to be, there's always a pain point. It doesn't matter if you're a managed service provider. So first thing you got to do is identify the pain. So I don't always believe in walking in the door and say, trying to sell a managed service contract. I believe in, in, uh, in um, planting the seed of, hey, you know, if you had an ongoing maintenance contract or an ongoing maintenance you know, managed services contract, whatever it happens to be, this would, would not have happened or we would have been aware of the issues that were coming down the pipeline. Plant the seed. It's always about planting the seed. It's a rela- relationship sell, just like most businesses. Um, so, and, and then getting back to uh, the break-fix guys, sure, use the RMM tool 
to be more proactive in your break fix business. We have a number of resellers who uh, still sell you know on site contracts or hourly contracts. Fine, you know if you can automate it and still and still build a client for the same amount of time, fine, do it. You're just saving yourself time to be more um, to be able to grow your business and go out marketing and you know whatever else that you need to do in your business, free up time using the tool. You know, ten dollars a seat when you when you compare it to your your hourly rate of a hundred or one hundred fifty dollars an hour, it's nothing. It's pennies. Um, and, and then if you have to pay a technician to go out on site to do a five-minute job, sure, you're going to build a client an hour and get $100 for that, but if you can basically click a button and it can be done in five minutes, sure, you're going to build a client 15 minutes, but then you go on to the next thing and you don't have to roll a truck, you don't have wear and tear on the truck and gas and possibly an accident, whatever it happens. You, know, you don't think about all the big liability you know, if you can just run a script. So in 99, well, I don't know if that's a good, you know, I would say 90% of all, uh, computer-related maintenance can be done uh, remotely, and that's why you know managed services is so big and still growing. And then, and managed services it's so big, and like I mentioned, it, it's a lot. Of, and a lot of people define it in many different ways. And I'm sure you can go and talk to anybody at a at a conference, and they all have their own definitions. At the end of the day, Stuart, my belief is around managed services is all about taking care of the client in the best way that you possibly can. Plain and simple. If you're doing that well, you're and, and you know dressing dressing your knees. And I love what you said, and I wrote it down. You know that's going to make the money, going to save the money, or something that they can't live without. Uh, you know, and doing that from a solution a cell and also being the trusted advisor, you are definitely on the right path, and uh, that's mm-hmm. th- that's the key. Um, I want to just let you know who's listening may be listening to us online or uh, listening to us. Uh, you know, uh, or yeah, listening to us online. You can't, you can't really call in if, on the, if you're listening on the download. The phone lines are open at 646-716-8372 if you want to get on this call and ask Stuart or myself any questions. And also I have the chat window open at uh, blogtalkradio.com for those who may just want to ask a question through the chat window. So, Stuart, you know, we talked about uh, you, you kind of threw out 2009, 2010 a little, long, a little while ago. We talked uh, around, the, you know, managed services and all that stuff. But, you know, just an overall IT, you know, the direction IT is going to go, what do you see, you know, in, in the short and maybe 18 months out? Uh, short term, I think it's going to be business as usual. I think what we're going to now see is a managed services 2.0 um, with, you know, the Microsoft stack and online backups and document storage and things along those lines. Um, more services that you can now offer your clients. Um, so, Again, it's going to be the more green. It, it's it's taking stuff, uh, taking services off-site again in the cloud. I think that's that's really the, you know, the the fear of of the VAR is to look at the cloud instead of doing it on-site. But also, you know, long-term, I think the cloud computing is is really the way to go. Short-term, the the VARs need to not think about the economy. Um, I think that they need to keep plugging forward. Again, it goes back to being 100% in your business, 100% as a trusted advisor. That's the short term. Keep plugging along. Um, it's the end of November right now. You should have a plan through Q1 of, of 2009. If you don't, you know you're, you're in big bad trouble. I know I, I blogged about that earlier in November. You know you need to start planning. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but but Arvara and Secure My Company uh, is is managed by a CPA firm, so which we do business consulting to, again, you know, entertainment clients and things along those lines. 
Um, it's all about planning. You've got to keep planning. You've got to keep a step ahead of your client. If your client, you know, the, the VARS client, the customer, whatever you want to call them, is not planning, you need to keep on top of them for that. Technology changes. So short-term, if you really want to be successful, be on top of your client right now. It's the end of Q4, 2008. Things are kind of slowing down. People say it's slowing down. Uh, I know a lot of our resellers are just crazy busy. They don't even have time to return my call. Um, but, uh, you know, if they are slow, you know, go in and see your client. If, if things are slow for you, go see your clients. Go, hey, what's on tap for Q1? What do you got going on? What's your budget? Let's, oh, you don't have a budget? Let's sit down and put one together. Um, start um, your guerrilla marketing today if you're not doing it. And if you are doing it, get more aggressive with it. Find out what's on tap. Make, you know, make sure their T1s are, are, are you know, their, their phone lines and T1s and bandwidth. You know, just, just take care of things in the short term. Long term, you know, you, you can add more more cloud computing services, but you got to take care of take care of today today and, and tomorrow will definitely uh, uh, fill your pocket. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I mean, a lot of the partners I talk to, it's still business as business as usual. And the, the the phones are are still ringing. You know, it's funny. I went to a Microsoft dinner last night here in Calgary, and everybody it was for the Gold Partner Excellence Program, which is a, a program only in Canada right now, uh, and everybody ran around the table. I was the smallest uh, reseller at the table. We, you know, we had some multinationals there, and everybody is still hiring a staff uh, right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, the nice thing about you know, the nice thing about the downturn economy, Stuart, is this: those and the, those clients that were normally stealing those key employees from uh, from resellers are now mm-hmm. putting them back into the market because they're the ones that are going to start. Uh, cutting back their IT uh, internal IT investment and right. turning to turning to resellers and MSPs to provide those services for them that traditionally they would have had in house. I think that's Absolutely. where the, that's, that's where the opportunity is going into 2009 for a lot of us. So it's time to start looking at uh, and I say to a lot of the smaller MSPs, time to start looking upscale a little bit and start thinking you know maybe some of these bigger clients that you would not normally go after start knocking on their doors. Oh, absolutely. Because you think the the average salary I don't need, I don't even know what it is, but let's just say it's sixty thousand dollars a year for a mid level network administrator, network engineer. You know, you know, for for a company say I don't know fifty devices. As an MSP, you can do that for half the money, not have you know. Obviously, your the tool, let's say, can say in this case, doesn't go on vacation. You know, you don't have to pay taxes to uh, you know and benefits to Kaseya. You know, if they're you know, and there's a number of uh, number of uh, advantages why the the larger companies would like to outsource a couple of their um, you know their mundane tasks. You know, even if they're paying somebody forty five, fifty thousand dollars a year, they have a couple of those people on on staff that's a hundred grand a year. You know, hey, you might as well get half of that and save the company fifty grand to their bottom line. Mm-hmm. And there's a number of ROI tools. I think again, Eric has one of those ROI tools. If not, there's one on focus on MSP.com, which is a you know it's a CompTIA website. But you can go to that and use that tool to show the client what the ROI is on using you rather than having in-house staff. Exactly, and why recreate the wheel when those tools are available, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So there's a lot of a lot of really great tools available to the large or or even smaller because I think that's that's our that's our audience today is the small reseller. There's a number of tools out there. If you don't know what they are, come ask us. I mean, we've been in this industry a long time. We we know a, a lot of the 
uh, obviously Stuart and I know a lot of the same people. We know where, where the tools are to get you going. And if you are going and you just need a little push, again, that's what we're here for. Uh, whether it's me or Stuart or Eric or any of these people that are out there, take advantage of the folks who are, who are successful in this business and, and can, can give you the right advice and point you in the right direction. Then also build your network as well. That's critical to your success today and start building your network. You know, I, I'm very fortunate in the position I'm in today because I start building a network of resellers across Canada and the U.S. Right. However, I also focus on building a network in my geography as well. And, you, we, you know, you have to get out and start meeting people. And the other thing, the other tip to success that I can probably talk about on, you know, going forward into 2009 is the importance of marketing and, and sales. I know I know a lot of resellers have kind of turned the taps off a little bit on sales in 2008 because it was really really busy and they didn't have the capacity. However, you can I don't think you can afford to do that, uh, especially in the downturn. You got to even throw more resources into sales and marketing. What do you guys do from the secure secure my SPC side about marketing and sales? How do you how do you go about yeah. to attack the market? You know, it's really funny. We don't we we did our first marketing this past year. We did a couple trade shows and it. it you know, we definitely got our return on investment. Um, the best way for us to market is, is obviously guerrilla marketing, um, and now we're really focusing on the social, the social networking, the Facebook, and um, you know, uh, the blogging and things, things along those lines. And it really, really helps. I get people saying email, sending me an email. Hey, Stu, I read your blog, and you're right on about X, Y, Z, A, B, C, whatever. But even let's take a look at Facebook, Stuart, because I know you and I are connected on Facebook. But just the, the just the people that are on there that are talking about different areas of business, um, especially in this in this down down economy, um, people that are successful and people that are doing things, just staying in touch with people. Send send your good clients a card saying, hey, just you know, it, it, again, it goes back to guerrilla marketing is what we like to, to phrase it. But as Secure My Company, we don't do a whole lot of marketing. Sure, in 2009, that's going to change, but. You know, it, it's it's really kind of been, hey, you know, let's see what's out there. Let's talk to our friends and family. You know, I was a VAR. I knew a ton of ours from from being an MSP. And, you know, so when I came on board, I just called them all up and said, hey, you guys need to be my customer now. And they're like, oh, okay, Stu, whatever you say. Um, I, I You know, I can only do that for so much longer. You know, there's a, I, I think there's a timeline on when I can say, you know, I was a VAR and I did it this way. You know, I think I have about six more months to play that card um, afterwards, you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I, I become a sales guy or, a, you know, whatever I am. Um, so I, I think I can play that card a little bit longer and really, kind of, you know, because the market hasn't changed too much from uh, from what I'm seeing over the last year. But I think in 2009, going into 2010, um, over the next, you know, 18 to 24 months, I think it's going to change uh, dramatically. Uh, I think I, I'm hoping uh, the economy gets better uh, worldwide, obviously globally, because we're a global company. Um, and uh, and really, just everybody starts to, to prosper a lot more and, and take themselves seriously. So you you guys are actually are not geographically bound, so you can actually take on uh, partners from any part of the globe. The nice thing about this radio show being on the internet, we have no boundaries either. So, no, how, uh, maybe how does uh, an MSP who's just starting out engage with you guys? What's the best way to become a, a partner of Secure My Company? Really, it's just to go to securemycompany.com, sign up for the trial of Kaseya. You know, just create your account. Whether you're going to use it or not right now, just sign up for your account. Um, and you know, we have a number of automation processes um, built in. But 
whether you're going to go and sign up and, and try out Kasey or McAfee or whatever solution, you're going to get an email from me. So you're going to have my contact information. And then if you have questions, you can always just, even if you're not going to sign up, send me an email, Stuart at securemycompany.com. It's spelled the correct way, S-T-U-A-R-T at securemycompany.com. Or, or call me. You know, we have a toll-free number. Uh, it's 866-343-2588, extension 111. We also have a number for the UK and the Netherlands, uh, which I don't have in front of me. But you know, give me a call. You know, I'm that's that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to coach you, get you on the right track, and and really, you know, my goal is to see you successful. Um, you know, if you're not successful, I'm not doing my job right, and I think I do my job pretty damn good. So, um, you know, it's it's really quite simple to get signed up, free trial. You know, um, of all our solutions, there's going to be you know no setup fee on anything. Um, we're going to be offering a number of new solutions coming in 2009. So uh, again, adding more tools to your tool bag um, so you can offer more solutions to your client and there, therefore be more successful. One thing, you know, I just wrote, remembered to ask you about, you mentioned the term guerrilla marketing uh, over a, a couple times here. In your best definition, how would you define guerrilla marketing for the average reseller that has no clue what that is? Guerrilla marketing, I truly believe, is out there networking, shaking hands and kissing babies. And, and, and I've coined that term for a few years now. You know, I'm going to go out and, you know, when I was a VAR, I was, I was a networking fool. You know, be in the, uh, get, take part in the BNIs, the Chamber of Commerce. You know, you know, you may not sell your services to everybody, but, you know, you don't know who that person knows. And, you know, build relationships. Fill your Rolodex with business cards. And don't be a business card collector. Um, that's, that's like uh, being a trial, uh, uh, you know, a, a trial junkie. Um, you know, when you go to a networking event and you're, or, or a chamber of commerce event, you want to, you know, you're there for a couple hours. You can't talk to 50 people in the room in, in, in two hours. So find, strike up conversations with people who, who, who you think would help your business. You're not going to try and sell them in 30 seconds or, or two minutes or, or an hour or however long you're talking to them. But, but um, you know, talk to them and, and tell them about your business, and they're going to tell you about theirs and how you can work together. We did a webinar with my good friend Dave Sherman, who's written a couple of books on, you know, elevating your elevator speech. And, and it's really true. Nobody cares about what you do. They want to tell you what they do. And, you know, obviously you don't care what they do. You want to tell them what you do. Um, you know, but basically what somebody wants to do, okay, you're an IT guy, tell me about your business in 30 seconds or less. In that 30 seconds, you need to tell them, you, you need to get the point across on why they want to continue that conversation with you. And that's what I call guerrilla marketing. Um, being out there, networking, getting the point across in, in that 30 seconds. If you, if you have that 15 to 30 seconds and you know exactly what you're going to say and, and point out the great parts of, you know, your business and, and um, can get that point across, and somebody wants to engage more conversations. You know, you're reeling them in. Uh, you know, because it's like it's like going fishing. You know, you, you throw the bait out there, and you see what you catch. You throw things against the wall, and you see what sticks. Mm -hmm. um, that's that. In my mind, that's guerrilla marketing as well. Um, you just go out there and network, but you want to find out who's on their Rolodex. You're not going to sell your services to that guy right then and there. There's no way. But you want to know who's on their ro their Rolodex and get referred to them. And that's my definition of guerrilla marketing for the for the small bar. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got to get out and meet people, and you know, business is all about relationships, Stuart, and that's that's the key to success. And you and I have met uh, for the first time face to face, I think, at SB Nation last yeah. couple months ago. But we've known each other 
at an arm's length, I guess, for for a little while. But uh, right. it's been wonderful to just to put a face to the name. And uh, now, now when we're talking like this, I can picture you sitting across the the table from me. And that's very important to have with the, the prospects and the clients you are dealing with. And if you're a reseller, uh, your VARs. So when you're dealing with them. You mentioned your blog a couple of times. Uh, give us the address of your blog so we can uh, maybe some of us can put it on our daily blog check. Okay, um, it's, it's kind of long, so just uh, it's smcstu blog. So smcstublog.blogspot.com, and that may be changing, but but for for right now, you know, I just kind of had, I had a bunch of ideas and I wanted to get it out there, and so I just kind of put that together. So. Again, SMC Stu blog, S-M-C-S-T-U-B-L-O-G dot blogspot dot com. Yeah, I, I recommend you check that out every day. It's on uh, my uh, blog roll that I check, and using it through my tools, I can just check it online without actually having to go to visit. I get the post delivered to me. So that's cool, Stuart. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, again, oh, anytime. Uh, let's, get, let's get the contact information one more time for those people that are thinking, you know what, I got just got to sign up with this guy. I need, I need. Uh, to get going on my managed services practice. What's the uh, URL and phone number where we can reach you again? Okay, Secure My Company. It's www.securemycompany.com. Our telephone number is toll-free 866-343-2588. I'm at extension 111. My email is stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at securemycompany.com. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Stuart, for taking time. I know... uh, for our U.S. friends, it's kind of between Thanksgiving and the weekend, so a lot of people aren't in the office today, but I really appreciate you taking time out of your long, longer weekend to come and talk with us today. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. It's certainly my pleasure because after this call, I'm heading on vacation, and I will be in Hawaii next week. So if any of you guys are in Hawaii, let, yeah, shoot me an email, and maybe we'll get together. Well, take them up on that. And I've got a good friend of mine who's in Hawaii, too. I'll uh, send an email to you guys so you introduce you to each other. Enjoy your vacation. Uh, have a great, uh, great time off, and uh, we'll thank and thanks once again for uh, for joining us. Just want to remind you of some upcoming uh, shows. Uh, again, the show that was supposed to go on today, the Marketplace Ministry with Arlen Sorensen, have been uh, moved to December the 12th. Uh, next week we have Nortel on to come and talk about some of their SMB solutions uh, from the Nortel product side. And uh, you know, I check check out our website, smallbusinessitradio.com, and uh, and just keep up uh, what's going on with our radio program here. We do this because we just, you know what, we want to inform the small business IT professional, the IT consultants out there, or the MSPs on just some things that are going on that, you know, some of, you, some of us can't get to all the conferences, and we can't get here, and we can't get there, and we just don't know where to turn for support, so that's what the whole idea of the show is. We give you somewhere where you can turn and, and check out some information. Thanks to my uh, good friend, Stuart, who joined us today. On behalf of myself, I want to wish you all a great uh Long, a great long weekend for our friends down in the States that are on, that's ongoing, and a great weekend for our friends up here in the world, in the across, uh, across the globe. This is Stuart Crawford signing off today from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, with Small Business IT Radio, and we'll see everybody next week.